Add some girls to that. I was going to say Ariel from uh, uh, Little Mermaid. Oh, the Smash. little redhead. Before oh. the legs. So what? Like, yeah, before she got the legs. So, her mouth, pretty much. Wow! <laughs> you heard it here. I, I don't know how you girls get down. Uh, but yeah, I would smash Ariel. You'd smash Ariel before yeah. the legs? Yeah. And smash it after the legs? Yeah. You would? Yeah. How, do you, how do you scissor wife, a fish? I'd wife her. <laughs> how, how do you scissor a fish? I don't know how to do All right. Uh, okay. Uh, so well, the black guy. There's a will, there's the- a way. <laughs> oh, no. We did a little crappy awesome talking for the episode. Oh, you are we on? No, yeah. No, no, wait, wait. We're, we're playing a theme song. Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Everybody wake the fuck up from the city to the burbs. Every street, every curb. You can block what you heard. That's the cure. Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Everybody wake the fuck up from the city to the burbs. Every street, every curb. You can block what you heard. That's the cure. Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Wake the fuck up! Everybody, wake the fuck up! That's though. I like that. Welcome back to the show. I am Concept Seven One Four. You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up. Thank you guys for coming back. Tonight's been a very exciting night, to say the least. We had a speech impediment in the house, fresh off their uh, their uh, OC Music Award. That they won. Best two, hip-hop group. Two, 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 two years in a, row. in a row. And this time they spelled it right. So they're very happy about that. They, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they're so sad because I don't want They're like, they're holding up like, oh, yeah, we got it. We got it. They spelled it wrong, but we got it. Yeah. Oh, like, oh that sucks. Uh, okay. Uh, welcome back to the show. WakeTheFlockUp.net is where you'll find the show. Facebook us. Twitter us. Follow us on Instagram. Find us at PlatformCollection.com as well. Uh, big ups to them for putting us on. Uh, nothing but good guys. Chris is awesome. Arash, Eddie, all of them. Uh, been really receptive, really... They're great team. Welcoming. Uh, and uh, I am more than happy to be under their wing. Uh, I, they got a lot to teach. I got a lot to learn. So uh, I think that it's a good move um, on our part, definitely, to just you know be able to collaborate with, with people like that. Uh, I agree. Ghost House Studios. Uh, is where we do the show out of. Uh, Addicted to the Good Life is our original sponsor. Shout-outs to them. We are looking for more sponsors. If you are interested in having promotion on the show and other shows like it, hit us up at wakethefluckup at gmail.com. That is our email address. Hit us up there. Battle Axe Warriors. Big shout-out to Battle Axe Warriors for having us on. I am Concept714, and with me, as always, my partner in rhyme, Fluent Rhythm. How's it going? What's up? I have a voice now. You do, Fluid. Oh, have wow. you been battling something too? No. no, no, um, no. Fluid doesn't get a mic. Oh. No. Okay. He's 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 he he fucked up once and he doesn't get a mic since. Oh, really? No. Okay. So we had we had speech impediments on and we needed to have a bigger setup. So this mm-hmm. is the first time, and it has to work because Ghost. Okay. Ghost owns Ghost House Studios, mm-hmm. but he is stubborn. He's a stubborn man, as in he does music his whole life, so he mm-hmm. records this show as if he was recording a song. Oh. So he wants everything on its own channel, its own tip. And I tell him, dog, 
you know the editing is a pain in the ass yeah. and it doesn't work like that I can't have it like that we need to be able to have more than one mic but he goes but you're gonna have it all on the same line you're not gonna be able to edit it I'm like that's why you have the mixer right you make sure your levels are on point you don't have to worry about it later see how this works I had to push two other uh, groups out because I didn't have the, mic- the mics for them Oh. We've had the mics, just not the ability to do more right, than one. Right, right. And now after this, he's gonna see. Okay, yeah, that's the way to do it. So that's why we're doing it. Yeah, I'm actually kind of glad because last time when you told me that you were doing it where you were standing in the booth, I, see the, the one on a little right, but different. for one on ones, it works really good. Yeah, because you get that 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 center that uh, and the little table is like a local common ground you guys share like it works for one-on-ones yeah, yeah, but for yeah. multiples it will start to smell like ass in there two minutes <laughs> the guys you know it smell like booty i was like like it was not bad it was not bad but uh it was getting kind of hot and then everyone's yeah, like definitely oh, not. yeah man i agree i'm with that yeah, you can barely pick them up but the mics mics are a lot better this way so we're trying a brand new thing uh so yes fully get the voice now because all right Yes, finally. You happy? <laughs> Should I do it? I thought you were saying that because you lost your voice because you were sick or something. No, something. no. I'm oh, usually I'm behind just... the boards. I usually, yeah. you know, make sure everything's sounding all right. But today I decided to sit in because, uh, you know. We have the ability. We have the so, ability so to. So. Coming up on the show, Ari the Rugged Man. I promise he's coming up. Yee. Yeah, I have the interview. I just haven't gone around to it because I want to give promo to the different artists that we work with. Ari doesn't need our help promoting I'm with, I'm with, he took his time, True so that. I'm with, but Ari can't hold on a little longer. Yes. These cats need to know now, they need to be heard. And, and so, I'll go on record and say that the interview was done. I was there recording <laughs> it with concept. There you go. <laughs> At so, four man. in the morning <laughs> in his fucking hotel room, but we got it, right? And got we landed it. that bitch. It's happening. Officially booked on the show, Rocka from Dilated Peoples. We worked things yes. out. Me and Bonnie. Bonnie Blue is my guest, if you haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just... If you can't you know, recognize that laugh... I'll just chill. Then you don't know who Bonnie Blue is. Bonnie, thank you for coming out. Thank you for having me. So me and Bonnie and... Who else was there? I don't remember who else. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't it's matter. It's just me and her. Nobody the else in the room. The rest of crappy Some guys. Some, yeah, some, guys some other just, guys. <laughs> uh, interviewed Rocca uh, yes. a couple days ago. Yes. It was one of the greatest experiences I've had. I was people. absolutely one of... And, the highlights of my entire career at this point everyone was like at the end of the day we were like oh, i can't believe we just sat down with with rocka and, and then go i mean yeah i mean that to start the day and then going to tumex's house with volume 10 <laughs> and just that entire experience happening was like holy it was surreal it was surreal yes. and, and it got to the point okay so so uh tumex is sitting there uh, talking to volume 10 chris walks up to me and he goes dude our life does not suck. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, <laughs> and I, and I'm is, like, yeah. And I'm like, no. That's it, so crisp. It doesn't. That was a, that was really cute. It was. Because <laughs> I could totally like just see that. It, it was a minute of like, <laughs> I can't believe we're sitting here with like legends. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, uh, <clears throat> There's nothing here Speaking for you, Speaking of Charles. legends, we have Speaking we have of legends. Legends in the We making. have one in the motherfucking building. The lovely Miss Char. Char cannot. Actually, you need to come sit down. Char cannot find her weed. Aww. Of all things, is that legendary? Speaking speaking of of (laughs) legends, we have the number one voted OC's uh, best female artist. Artist. Congratulations! I saw that too. I forgot to say it when I saw it. I was in the running. Yeah. I didn't make. I didn't make it. I didn't make it past the first ten. Yeah. (laughs) They they like his high pitch. Honorable mention. Her mic's (laughs) on. 
It's a thought that counts. Is is her mic on? Wait, hold on. talk to her. Talk, dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, you. So you've been here. You, this is only like the second time, and the first time you did it with your equipment. Mm-hmm. So we're trying things out. So I'm sorry, audience, if you don't get the. Uh, the right levels, but we'll get it. Uh, it fuck you guys. The show's free. Don't complain. I don't hear the emails, right? <laughs> we work with what we got. Bitch. So Char, what's been up? How you doing? Yeah, don't even, don't even, don't even talk to me right now. I'm, I'm mad at you right now. Aww. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't hear I can tell you're. There's something wrong. I'm, I'm, you got a little chip on your shoulder or something. Yeah, man, I'm just trying to, oh, shit. Oh, there you are. <laughs> there I am. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just trying to get this building. project done right now. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, what project are we talking about? Uh, It would be my first project. So it's not a mixtape, but. um. What would you call it? An EP, LP? Uh, like, what is it, eight tracks? Seven it's going to be about uh 10 tracks. 10 tracks. Yeah. Okay. About. All charts. All me. No I'm way. trying to get some collabs though, because I was like yeah. listening to some of the songs. I was like, "Damn, me the whole time." Yeah, that's what I told Bonnie. It's was not, like, I think yeah. people are tired of hearing me talk. I need to hear some some uh, some co-hosts. No, people want to hear you talk more if they're interested in you and what you have to say. Yeah, yeah I don't know how many people are interested in me though. <laughs> that's well, why I gotta put it to why, the test. People are tuning in, right? That's why I have guests because I think, oh, they don't want to hear me. They want to hear fucking Rocka talk. That's why I have Rocka come in. Have char talk and shit. You know? Have me talk some nonsense. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Swig. <laughs> uh, so yes, this is the people I hang out with, Barney. What do you think? Pretty good, right? Yeah, do I think you? you're in good company. I'm doing the best I can. Uh, I'm very proud of the I people. I think we're all in good company. I That's, think so too. Absolutely. Uh, and I mean that on a very honest way. Uh, like I was telling you them before you walked in. Uh, char is like uh, one of these people that you definitely got to keep an eye on. Um, I cannot wait to see what she's like four years from now, three years from now, what she's done, what she's done already to when she'll do when she is like 24, 25, like that yeah, level yeah, of maturity in her music. It's and, all about evolving, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is you're able, you recognize that early. I, I think a lot of artists get lost in all the drugs and, and the hanging out and it being cool that they forget that if you're an artist, do you have to create art? You have yeah, to, absolutely. Uh, you have to create. Uh, part of being yes. a writer is writing. Part yeah. of being an MC is MCing, and working on that craft, as in your performance and your delivery and growing with your material and adjusting to the times and da, da, da. the best have always done that. You know, they all grow with the times. They don't stay. People that try to stay or one, grow ahead of them, or, or, or they're so ahead, the times haven't even caught up with them yet. And by the time they do, oh, they're already where they're supposed to be at, kind of stuff. You know, like, uh, Del the Funky Homo Sapien might be one of those cats. Like, now hip-hop is catching up to Del style, MF Doom, MF Grimm. Mm-hmm. Now hip-hop yeah. is realizing, like, these cats were ill back then. Uh, Feral Monch, like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like, that type oh, yeah, of level. Oh, yeah, we're just bumping that right now. It's that type of level of MC that you should inspire to be. But at the same time, I think it's a good um, concept to be, like, timeless at the same time. Yeah. You know? Uh, you should I mean your art is all original because it, real art comes from with you yeah. and there's only one of you so it should mm-hmm. be standing out alone you know so if you try to fit in the mold uh, that's when I think a lot of things go wrong you you lose your, your sight of what you're trying to do yeah, especially absolutely. and then you bring in someone dirty like money 
Something dirty. Corruption, like, greed, uh, it, it, it just, scandal. It just fucks everything up. It just, <laughs> clouds right there. Uh, it, it fucks everything up. I hate money. I hate money because With passion. Oh. I hate it because it's just. It, first, it's nothing. It's it, it's literally it, it's nothing. literally nothing. I don't it even is. understand the concept of gold. It, oh, here's something shiny. That's like, the thing is that it's literally a concept. It's an idea that yeah. I think works good in paper, but once you apply it to real life, it's more harmful than it is good. I mean, you need before you before they needed like here's four sheep. Uh, for your land. <laughs> you just want to go back to the barter system altogether? Oh, oh absolutely, no, I would. <laughs> Yo, so, I'll give you some weed for that talk can. So, uh, so, I got this. So, no, so we way, still do it like that around so here. Before, <laughs> the way it worked was like you couldn't carry the four sheep with you at all times. So they're like, here's this coin that represents four sheep. Here's this coin. Now, I would, you bring back this coin, I will give you four sheep, which is now what they've done with gold. That's what money is supposed to be based out of. No longer, yeah. because there's more money than there is gold, which means nothing now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> that's how, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. Uh, that's my whole premise. Is like, wake the flock up. That's what we're doing. That's what we're trying to stuff. do right now. <laughs> Uh, so yes, money. I hate it. It's done like terrible things to music, terrible things to people. Yeah. Uh, but when you concentrate on the art, I think any art is a lot better when you leave money out of it. Money, it should be like the fourth, fifth thing on your mind when you're creating. So maybe like the very last fucking thing. The first thing should be how do I release whatever I have in my mind? Okay, I'm fucking stressed now. Do I paint? Do I draw? Do I write? Do but what I- if you're always stressing about money? If you if we're always stressing about them, they get a fucking job. Like, you know what I'm like, I'm not, look, I'm all for money to maintain your family and pay your bills. As a man, that's that's my priority. Is okay. My family needs to eat, so let me go get a job. But I don't. I you think don't, it's like the overconsumption of money. I think the, it's the greed that comes with having too much and wanting too much more. That's than what I was gonna say. Is that we put the value on it. You know, we put the worth on the dollar, and yeah. we put that high. Like right now, we're asking for more for minimum wage. You know, we're putting more value to that. We're yeah. showing them that we want that even more. We yeah. need that. And I kind of agree with both sides of the spectrum on that minimum wage thing. The minimum, the, the the companies are saying this is a minimum wage job because you're not supposed to want to work here forever. <laughs> this is a like McDonald's is a job for you when you're 17. If you're 35 at McDonald's, you no, you're not. That's not what these jobs are meant for. So these jobs are meant for the 17, 18, 19-year-old kids that don't have a job yet. They'll get out of the world, blah, blah, blah. But when you're 45, you cannot feed a family off your McDonald's job. You're not supposed to want to stay working there. Right. That's what they're saying. But the other people are saying that this is the only job we can find, so you need to pay us more for our services. So see what I'm saying? So it kind of yeah. goes both ways. Uh, I understand that. But what, what, what I'm kind of going at is like if you are 10 mil, you have 10 mil in the bank, you're never going to need money ever again in your life. Why are you chasing after 20 mil? Why are you yeah. chasing after 30 mil? After a certain amount of being rich, there's no more shit to be rich for. You can buy you gotta a house. set a limit. <laughs> gotta set a limit on how filthy rich you want to be. <laughs> okay, so, but if your company pay your worth $9 billion a year, 
Get your nine billion. I'm with you on that. If your ideas are a Steve Job type level of industry stand, like yeah, okay, get compensated for what you deserve. I'm with that. But it's what you do with it. It's art. It's your everything comes down to intentions. So mm-hmm. if you're selling out something that's so personal as your art, your music, your your soul, basically, uh, for money, you you have your moral standards are not at the point that they should be. I yeah. think you need to start looking at that before you start looking for more money. Is why am I willing to sacrifice this emotions, these thoughts yeah. for money? You know what I'm saying? And we'll let this, what we were talking about earlier that um, in the end, it's not really the money that you're chasing. You're chasing the happiness. You're chasing the feeling that comes with the money, you know? Yeah. You got to be able to find that within yourself. So in the end, your art should not be worth all that money. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to find that inside. Yeah, and I think ultimately that's, that's, that's really the goal of life. Be happy. Right, everyone wants to be happy. Yeah, no one wants to be miserable and sad. So, like Pharrell, we all want to just be happy, like Pharrell. <laughs> you like think Pharrell's a happy dude? No, he just released that song. Yeah, that song. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty it's sure he's pretty fucking summer. happy. Yeah, <laughs> I only know Pharrell from the uh, Despicable Me movies. I, I don't. Oh. Uh huh. Right. Absolutely. I'm all for it. I'm I'm all for being a you business. To, yeah, you legitimate. Have to still do business. I I you need to eat. Especially if you're an artist. I mean, you you're running your own company, yeah. so you, it's not like at a certain point, like you're saying, you understand, you put your own value on it. You're not chasing after money. You just know it's a means to continue creating. Because of yeah, so you eventually the goal for any artist, I think, is to live off of your art. To get paid yeah. to do what you love to do. And again, brings you back to being happy. I have a 9 to 5. I fucking hate that job. <laughs> it's stri- it's stifles. My, it's stifles? It stifles my creativity. <laughs> because it's dumb, repetitive work over and over again. So in my head, I'm freestyling yeah. all night. Because yeah. I'm like, this is boring as fuck. Yeah. I'm going to go walk around. Whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's boring. It's not a creative job. I've had jobs where it's like, hey. You need to come up with an entire report off the top of your head. Hey, I love that job. Mm-hmm. It was like cr- gather information. I was a back, uh, background specialist. So they gave me a name, a city, and maybe a social. We needed a full entire report on this person. Come up with it. Okay, well, what are Facebook, wow. Twitter, whatever. We'll break it down. What do they do? Where are they going? Because that's what the information is. Like a they, spy? Yeah, I was practically like a, a spy. spy. That's so cool. Right. I always wanted to be a spy. Uh, yeah. Uh, was, I used to spy on people like weirdly when I was a little you girl. Just she wants people. to be like a real spy. Like, <laughs> right. Did you ever see like, the movie Harriet the Spy? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, yeah. so I was like, I was that girl. You were. <laughs> How did, you, but like you after like, I saw the movie, I became that have, girl. Like, yeah, I just that's thought me. she was so cool. Did you have the little trench coat with the brown <laughs> yeah. hat and the big uh? Would it come magnifying glass? Somewhat similar, not a magnifying glass, but I had like a little kit with like a notebook, yeah. <laughs> and I I don't know, I just like watched people and took notes on them There's and tried p- to like randomly put pieces of what I thought about them together. There's a great movie, independent movie called uh, uh, Following. Which is literally this guy who just follows strangers for no reason. He just, he just like he's. And there's this one girl in particular who he. Oh, of course, he, they had to make but, a movie of it. But yeah, because but because a bunch of dude, you know. But he does follow. He follows like a dude. Like he he follow, and stays with, and he just wants to see what the, what their life is. You know, it's a curiosity. You know. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I mean, I'm all for, look. I'm all for getting signed. 
get signed. Pimp the fucking record label for a video. Pimp them for a for a, a dope setup for uh, being able to uh, get the rights off a song. Pimp them for that. Work for that. Then get paid. Get established as an artist. Because there's nothing more like you're an artist and not getting profit from your art. That's a mm-hmm. beautiful thing. But it's, again, the intentions and the corruption that comes with wanting more than you deserve. And then more than you should have, even if you are des- living, yeah, like living. even if you deserve a billion, you don't need that money. You and then chasing it is not going to make you happy. But yes, I agree. Happiness is the ultimate goal for everything. It is the ultimate goal. It should be, at least, right? You just got to know where your happiness really comes from, you know. Yeah, and it's See, not through that paper. It's realizing that at a young age that keeps a, a real artist an artist. Yes. You know? So now kids and remembering that. The whole way, which is hard because they want to convince That's really you of the opposite. Hard. <laughs> Money. You can know so, like the hardest part about being an artist and going through the journey of the business and the personal side of it is that you can know something. You know, however, like you feel so surely about something, you can know something one day and shit happens and everything changes. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I think that the you wake up knowing, and the world spends the rest of the day trying to convince you otherwise. Yeah. And it's hard to maintain that knowledge throughout your whole day because you will forget and the world will. I mean, the world convinces me to do things I shouldn't do every day, but I wake up every day knowing Mm -hmm. right from wrong. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So it's important to keep that that aspect and grow as an artist. Do different things. Try something different. If you're an MC, try this beat, then try a different beat, then try a collaboration, then try an R&B track. Try and grow and, and see where you truly land, you know? Always evolve. Yeah. But you're one of those people who, you do a lot of shit, Bonnie. You are into, like, I see your name everywhere, which is envious, first of all. I'm, follow, I'm following people. I just like to watch people. That's why I'm, I'm, that's <laughs> no, why I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm just everywhere <laughs> watching people. <laughs> no, uh, I just, I, I understand the, the reward of hard work. That's yeah. what ultimately it is, yeah. you know? And I have a lot more time to do what I love now, so I do it even more. Yeah. I used to have a nine to five. I got fired. So what you get fired for? I ain't doing that. Uh, you know, I've worked on the financial side of things, so I know that they they were just under pressure to you know cut costs, mm. and I became an easy target, and they fired me. Yeah, I hear you. What did you do? <laughs> Oh. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of things uh, over the course of my employment with them that I'm sure led to it. Like, I, you know, I was I wasn't. No, what did you do? Always. Oh, I was an account manager. You were an for account manager. Technicolor for Warner Brothers Entertainment. Oh, very cool. Okay, how'd you like that? Uh, it was amazing. There was a lot of uh, creative aspects of it. Like you say, you know, you get to kind of figure things out. I worked with their marketing department on art stuff. I worked in pricing and contracts administration, which has now led me into uh, some really great positions within what I'm doing now with myself as an artist and some other artists, just having that legal knowledge and being able to write and interpret contracts and help people with that. So that was a good experience, but it was also very um, uh, tedious and, and fucking drained me a lot of my energy and my like happiness overall because I you know was I was mu- at music that point in the scene still was um it- no I mean really at that point I, I had just walked away from like the arts because I did theater and other things before and um 
by by the time I started working for Technicolor, I was already kind of in the mind state of like I just want to make a bunch of money, mm. and I I wasn't really thinking about anything else at that point. So. I was just looking at it like I'm gonna fucking climb this corporate ladder and make a bunch of money, and yeah. that's that's exactly what I did. And in the process of that, I lost myself, you yeah. know, my true self, <laughs> and and what I ultimately always knew my entire life what I wanted to do, which is what I'm doing now. But yeah, I I, I went through all of that. It was good, I, you know. I have a lot of you know lessons that I learned from that, and good experience. I've met a lot of amazing people you know, that I continue to have really good relationships with throughout that experience, but ultimately it was like... How long ago would you say that was? I would, it, was it was exactly a year ago. So a pretty year much, ago? I was fired, yeah. I worked for them for almost five years. So you've done everything that I've seen within that last year? Last two years. Last two years. I did my first show um, as a solo artist, like coming back into kind of the music scene um, I never really did solo stuff back in the day, though, other than, like, spoken word, little coffee shop things. Um, I performed with some friends. I did, like, little shit, like, yeah. hooks on a couple people's tracks, like, way back in the day. But um, as a solo artist coming out and doing my own stuff, it was March two years ago. Yeah. And I just started doing shows. That's why if you go, you know, I, I'm sure that's why a lot of people know who I am because I've done a lot of shows, yeah. like, over the last two years. I've met a lot of artists, and I've been involved in, in just a lot of different things. So I've been when able you, to network with people. When you started doing shows, like you said, or when you had the job, was my goal now is to climb this ladder. Mm-hmm. Did you say the same thing with music? Like, oh, my goal now is to blank. Not really, no, actually. It was just, that, let's just see where it takes me? Yeah, it was really like um it was quite the opposite. It and in reality it was it was the opposite until really recently I started to look at things from a business perspective and understand that I needed to do things a certain way in order to get to the place to where I could make a lucrative career out of what I'm doing because that's right. ultimately what I want to do. Um but but no, in the beginning I I you know, I was put on a show by a friend and it turned into getting connected with other promoters and doing more shows and I just really started to be just like addicted to performing and being back out on a stage and being able to write and having a reason to write and being able to have that outlet again after you know not even focusing on that at all for so long that was kind of it I wasn't really I wasn't really thinking about where it was going to go in the very beginning. I was still very much like, no, I'm going to keep my career. And I just feel like doing this on the side because it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. It was very much at the beginning of like, I, I thought that I was going to continue my career in what I was doing. And, and it was just kind of going to fund this little hobby on the side. Yeah. You know, it was still like this little secret of mine that I wanted to keep. Yeah. But that's not the case anymore <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it rarely works out that way you know yeah. what I mean? but you know that's that was always what, that was what was what was supposed to happen you know yeah uh, yeah you're supposed I mean, to be you i know? believe that uh and i think i i think so i people say they they don't believe in coincidences Quin- yeah or miracles i honestly believe things happen for a reason uh, it might not be a great reason all the time. It might mm-hmm. not be a good reason, but there's a reason behind it. But I yeah. do believe that I'm meant to be right here, and Bonnie was meant to sit there, and Charles was meant to sit there. Everyone was meant to sit here at this time, at this point in life. That's why everything worked. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't fucking be here. 
Yeah, if it wasn't yeah, meant to be this way, you wouldn't be sitting there. And yeah. that's just the way that life works. Uh, so a lot of things went wrong with me for me to get here, but a lot of things went good and yeah. right for me to get here. That's how a I know I'm meant to be wrong. <laughs> in my life yes i agree just like no, I, i'm just horrible for me <laughs> in general <laughs> but also a lot of things have gone right yes uh i think for everyone in this room we're successful in one way or another of another or another and our success is continuous because life wants us to gain this level of success and learn from these lessons and be better people or whatever the fuck life wants it wants us to learn it and i think that's what's happening you know, I agree. So what we need to do is stop getting our own way. Yes. As artists, uh, people yes. don't people don't realize how much you fuck yourself up. Oh boy. They want to blame. Me about it. They want to. <laughs> they they want to. Everyone wants to blame outside factors. Everyone. Mm-hmm. My mom. I don't have a car. I don't have a ride. I don't have a job. Well, get a job. Right. Get a car. Stop blaming. Depending on your mom and get your shit together. Grow. It's always within you. It's always there. No one can tell you what you live in America. First of all. Let's start with that as yeah. in there's no t- ty- well, no obvious t- uh, tyrant telling you can't fucking yeah. no, go to North Korea. That is right. not being able to do shit. Go to South Korea a little less, but th- that's people being able to tell you, hey, literally, you will turn this fucking TV off at 8 o'clock. You will not turn this light on. They, that's that kind of life right. that they lead. Here in the U.S., you can fucking stay up watching Netflix all you want. You know what I'm saying? You can watch. You could go. How like, your mother this is harsh, court? but you could go shoot up a movie theater if you want. Well, like that's the reality of it. You can do <laughs> like you have that freedom. God People don't America. understand that. Yeah. Like that's that's the bad part well, of it. Well, but no, well, yeah. Well, you have, but that's like the extreme. You know, that's the extreme example. The freedom to show, you have like, is to buy the weapons. People are fucking. Yeah, exactly. You have the freedom to buy the weapons. You have the freedom to buy the ammo. What you choose to do with it is yours. Right. Yeah. Okay. You have the freedom to do all these things in North Korea. You don't have the freedom to do shit. Exactly. But pre- there's a picture of this asshole in your house. There must be. Mm-hmm. That's law. Yeah. This picture is gonna stay up here. That's law, dog. Like, yeah. who says that? But at the same time, they're even scared to like do anything else. You know. So they get from they're the, from brainwashed. Me, as a child, you thought he uh-huh. is. This is until you realize. So to he's, them, they know they're like it's normal. They're like, oh yeah, that's that's supposed to be there. You yeah. Know? So um, what I'm saying is, no one stands in your way of of you, but you. You know what I'm yes. saying? Nobody does. So I agree a, wholeheartedly with that. <laughs> people need to realize. I'm a great example of that. <laughs> from being a professional to being an artist now, that's a huge transition. Yeah. You, you know, you know yeah. uh, and me, I'm trying to find a balance still. Uh, I have a lot of downtime in my job, so I have a little notepad and I'm just writing mm. rhymes. I can't draw with a shit. Otherwise, I do have a little sketchbook or something. But, a little doodles. Uh, or and then I think and then I think about this. Okay, who would it be dope to have on? I have a little wish list. Yeah, that's when it started to be like towards the end too, because yeah. I was, I was, it was like a year in to where I was doing shows. I was starting to build concepts for albums and and really starting to think about the whole like picture of what you do as as an MC and as an artist and all all the possibilities, yeah. you know. And I, I would just sit, I would just sit at my desk and be writing rhymes and I'd be in meetings. Like I'd always have, so it was crazy too. Cause I started like, like having to do stuff and work through contracts for, for my client and d- different aspects of them. And mm-hmm. I would like 
pretend like they were something else to do with recording artists or something like that. Like, I don't know. I started to, like, play with my own head and, like, try to pretend that I was in this other world with what I was doing with work. Yeah. You escaped. <laughs> that's kind of a... Yeah, that's kind of where I am now. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, so, so, okay, so where was Bonnie Blue born? Uh, I was born in Yuba City, California, which is up north, up north uh-huh. outside of San Francisco. Okay, how, how'd you like that? Uh, I didn't live there for long at all. I'm, uh, I was, I'm pretty sure my mom was kind of a gypsy and a vagabond, and I'm pretty sure she just had me there, and then we were, like, moving pretty it's quickly. It's just where she just happened around. Yeah, yeah she like, like I, I don't know that we stayed there any longer than maybe a year or something. Where was and Bonnie then, Blue raised? Um, I moved to Southern California after that, like uh, San Dimas, Pasadena, those kind of areas, my grandma, my great-grandma kind of helped my mom for a few years. And then when I was five, we moved to Arizona, mm-hmm. a small town called Kingman. And uh, so I kind of grew up there until I was 16 during the school years. You know, I went to school there. And then every summer, though, I was out back in Southern California with my grandma. Yeah. And then I moved out to Oxnard when I was 16. Okay. And then now you're here. Now I'm in Ontario. Ontario, you yes. live in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Since the beginning of the year. So how it's do you? Okay, so for those that don't know, Bonnie hosts co-hosts the Crappy Awesome Podcast. Yes, that's a permanent thing, right? Yes. Okay, how does this shit? Happen? As far as I know. <laughs> well, I was gonna say <laughs> nothing, nothing is permanent at this point. <laughs> shit. They told me not to say nothing, but uh, no. Uh, <laughs> You out here? Well, thank you for coming through. Yes, thank you for having me. You're welcome back whenever you like. Absolutely. Uh, you got nothing to do. You're bored at home. You know. Every Wednesday night, you know where to find us. You know, I ain't got shit to do. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm going to put you on blast and I want my fucking verse. Oh, I just told you like five minutes ago. Oh, I'm almost up with that verse. That's, that's why the He's chip on his one. shoulder. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I'm I tired of tell. beats. I could tell. Bonnie, you know how many beats on. I saw? Huh, Bonnie beats could I feel it. That's fine. Oh, yeah, you feel the tension with the knife? He's all, sit down. He's like, give me He's my all, shit. He's all, you're good. <laughs> you're not leaving until I get my 16, Charlie, right here. Let's go. That's fucked up. Thank you for coming. Yeah. No, Come back. And I want to do the, the co-host thing with you. Yeah, absolutely. For an entire interview. Yeah, absolutely. Pick an artist, whoever you want. Oh, yeah. Ooh, right? We'll co-host together and we'll make it happen. All right. Let's do this. Thank you, All everyone. Right. Yeah, peace Cue to you guys. Cue applause right here. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> That's where I'll put the applause in when you oh, leave. Shit. You're on the oh, show. Yeah, I'm, so... <laughs> I'm going to take a sucker. But... Whatever. What's up? It's Bonnie Blue. You were watching Pros. Whoa. You're seeing all these colors, man. How much did you take? I think I took too much, dude. What is that? Is that a parrot? Living on the edge Because I don't know I'd like to take a second just to say hello from this unknown world that I found myself in, girl. You look mad adventurous, 
Come and take a trip down the block and take a walk. I will tell you all my stories, make you laugh, show you love you never had, then take it back. Cause you've been acting funny since the last trip I took. I know I told you more than once, but look, if you got a problem, maybe you should fix it. Cause all that baggage that you carry isn't worth it, and you fixate on all the wrong things. You got so much more to give, so much more to live for. <laughs> maybe you should live a little more. Living on the edge Because I don't know How else to live I let it trip Over me and my head Need some weed to go to bed This life isn't lived Till you're living it well Let me tell you what my friends say They say that a player never really plays a game Cause we all in the same frame of mind In the same state of haze Sitting, talking about our lives Reminiscing on the days that we had no identity Too busy making enemies and never getting laid Always on their grind so they keep staying paid Used to sell drugs, that was back in the day You know what they say Living on the Cause I don't know how else to live. Whoa. Is that the sun coming up? Damn. Uh, okay, Bonnie. So, uh, how does that work? Because, oh, all right, that's cool. They're, they're, uh, you're in LA. They're in LA or San Diego based, uh, but then they do the show in LA, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> how did that happen? How, when did that first come about? Uh, well, I was on the show last summer mm-hmm. and just as a guest, they, they, hit me up and we're like we want to have you on the show and i was like all right so i went on and uh and uh i don't know we i guess we kind of you know hit it off had a chemistry or whatever started building a relationship there and they i had kind of helped them or whatever like worked with them to get some other people on the show and i was going to be on the show again yeah when rick's Rumble and Razor were on it because uh-huh. we were going to be on there together as Bushwall Junkies. We had just finished our project together and uh, I didn't end up making it. And then there was a third time that they want, I was supposed to be on the show and I didn't end up making it. Yeah. And I don't know why this is relevant, but it's just kind of funny because like all of this shit kept happening. And then finally we had a release party in San Diego uh-huh. for the Bushwall Junkies project and they came out and Chris just asked me if I wanted to co-host and if I was down for it. And I was like, yeah, let's talk about it, and I'm pretty sure I'm up for it, and so <laughs> yeah. I went in, and we, uh, I don't remember the, f- well, the first episode, we it was just the three of us kind of doing an introduction of who we were, or whatever, and and then we kind of went from there, we had a couple, you know, now I'm like, I don't even know how many episodes in. Mm-hmm. I'm still definitely, like, finding, you know, finding my way in it, and my place in it. Like, there's been a lot recently I've noticed where I'm more quiet and I'm just like, fuck. It's what I've noticed because, uh, okay, because Chris definitely takes yes. the lead. Yes. Okay, I got that. 
And I, I had a conversation with Arash about it, and I was like, you know, is this by design or is it just his personality? And he goes, it's both. Right. It's both. I'm okay. Because uh, Bonnie, you talk probably the least yes. of the three. Yes. Uh, which is find kind of weird. If they want <laughs> the female perspective or uh, input, why not let her talk more? Uh, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I think, well, I mean, I think they're very much in a position where they feel like if I want you know, if I have something to say, then I need to fucking find a place to say it, you yeah. know, like, and, and that's still what I'm working through. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's been a lot where, I, you know, I've, I haven't said things and I've, I've like really wanted to get into something or kind of change the course of the conversation. But, but I have to find my comfort in that too, okay. you know, because I understand that if I, if I do start to do that, then I have to find the continuation of that and yeah. then into the next thing and mm-hmm. all of that. So, yeah, I'm talking is definitely more than just talking. I mean, hosting. Absolutely. Yeah, well, well, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot that goes into like setting up a conversation with someone that you don't personally know, but yeah. you know so much about, and you don't necessarily want to talk to them about what's been talked to them about before. That's the goal. And so that you know that's what i try to think about because i and i mean in reality being a journalist for me is very new yeah i i've always wanted to do it i've always had a very big fascination with it and um the utmost respect for you know some of the political journalists like christian Amanpour. i have watched almost you know as far back as i can remember i just respect what she does i mean she's fucking front lines in shit like reporting yeah Yeah. literally um reporting on shit going on around the world so stuff like that i mean i've always been interested in so it's kind of it's it's a it's an honor to just you know, be able to experiment with that a little bit. And, and at this point to start it out being within the scene and being able to cover hip hop as a culture and, and as we kind of see it and as we understand it, you know, and, and what it is and what it's becoming and what's kind of happened, you know, in, in recent years, I would say the past few years and the, just the shift of everything and the energy that's going on yeah. in the hip hop culture and now, you know, now that we're able to connect with people all over the world, we understand that it's not just L.A. Yeah. We know here because we live in L.A. or in the L.A. area. So we see the magic happening here. But now with the platform, we have a way to see it happening all over the world and to share it with people all over the world, too. So that that's really cool. Yeah, uh, it is. It is uh, good. It's interesting that uh, uh, we're in this kind of like teeter-totter place in hip-hop i think as you know we're like uh we haven't decided what we're doing yet hip-hop is still growing it's in this new level of maturity i'm really digging i think it's super good at first i think the internet kind of hurt hip-hop in a little bit of an atmosphere as in too many too many too many too many but i think now that that's dying down uh, the artists are rising to the top. Yeah, the good ones, the ones that are going to stay, are like, shh, 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 okay, well, now these are the real talent. These are the people that, because you, you could be super talented, but if you have no drive, you know what's interesting about that though. Sorry to cut you yeah. off. Um, what's interesting is that the internet helped provide the platform for the artists. You know to come out and show their skills and to really be watched. And like you're saying, that is providing that, that bump for, for the, I guess, 
you know, genuine articles or whatever you want to say it, for lack of a better description. So all of the other shit that happened, you know, as a result of the internet and the idea, I, I think a lot of it was the internet, but it was also the idea of celebrity and yeah. people wanting that, you know. I don't know really, like, where it fell as far as a generation, but there something happened, you know, and reality TV had a lot to do with it and all that, but it's like something happened where everything became glamorized and, and everyone just fucking lost reality, I feel like. I was a part of it, you know, like, I, I was there, so that's what I think happened. Everyone kind of lost sight of reality and started you know, being polluted with media. Mm -hmm. And and that was, you know, inundated because of the internet, obviously. Uh, I think uh, you have, as a, as a smart, uh, able-minded person, you have to ask yourself how much is entertainment mm -hmm. and how much is distraction. Mm -hmm. Okay, because now the government's and, yeah. it's not stupid. Yeah. The government's not dumb. The government realizes what they have in live or real TV or whatever. Here's a chance for you, little OU, to be famous like every the huge people. Watch this show every Tuesday, every Monday. Hey, don't worry about the oil tanker. Hey, don't worry about that. Hey, fucking uh, American Idol's on. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the uh, the, the nuclear power plant in the Japan that's fucking up still. No, we don't have even heard about that. But, you know, uh, uh, Dancing with the Stars is on tonight. You can, yep. you, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So people have to stop and think, how much is entertainment and how much is a distraction for what you're doing? And I, how much do we need entertainment? Regardless, I mean, I see it all. what are you being distracted from? Yeah. What are you being entertained for? How about you educate yourself? How about you do that instead of watching TV? I'm all for watching TV. I'm in it. But how about watch the fucking Discovery Channel and learn the fucking zebra mating I love patterns. the Discovery Channel. Or something. Or history turn or off Geo. Animal Planet. Come on, dog. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> turn it off. Turn it off. And it's funny, but it's really sad. Yeah, that this is what we were sorting to watching rich, spoiled, mm -hmm. fucking uh, uh, super entitled kids you know, get a fucking Bentley gold rim on for their 16th birthday. Like, <laughs> dog, there's That's so crazy. much other time thing you could be doing with your time right now. Yeah. Um, I, but I think the Internet kind of helped hip hop and hurt it at the same time. But I think now people are getting over the fact that, hey, I can be yeah, everyone can fucking be able to get over it. Mm -hmm. And now the artists that didn't that can only depend on Def Jam and on Interscope to be pushed out, mm -hmm. don't need that no more. Mm -hmm. You don't need that. Now I can do that shit on my own. And yes, it's going to take a little work, but you can get a distribution deal. You can you know, mm -hmm. get a demo. You fucking go spend 300 bucks. You get a little uh, iTunes set up in your house. Good to go. Mm -hmm. Rock the mic, people. That's the way it works. And I think it's good uh, because uh, we're getting artists now a lot younger, which mm -hmm. means we get to hear them a lot longer mm -hmm. than before. I mean, uh, Elo Koji got signed like at 16, but that was because there was nobody behind Elo Koji. Mm -hmm. Now, you see someone super dope. Char is like 19 or 20. No, uh, like 18 or 19. Isn't God. she like 18 some, or something like that? Age, that is amazing for her to have that skill level. Yes. And that mentality that she have. Have conversation with her. You know there's some up there. Mm -hmm. And it's sad to see that I can't say that about a lot of people. Even artists that I'm around like, dude, this guy's fucking dumb bro like, or i've never they've never considered something that's so obvious to consider why what are you doing like what's up i i find that you know a lot of the people in general in la have a certain mentality and it's very much connected to what we're talking about and 
the media and glamorization of of everything that you know could be in life and the american dream and the idea behind that you know i mean that that's very much la mm-hmm. and the people and and it you know it's bled into the hip hop scene but i i've you know had the opportunity to travel and see other scenes and you know not very far or anything i've only been in the united states but um you know i've i've been to hip hop shows in norcal and arizona and uh, denver and chicago and you know the hip hop scene and culture i think on a worldwide span is very different from this little world that we live in in the la and surrounding areas yeah and it's you know a lot of people don't well i see i mean i i see everything as kind of bigger than what we immediately deal with in LA. And it's kind of cool though. Like uh even even just rocking a show at like at a small little venue the fact that like oh I'm on stage or I yeah. got the mic or hey they're listening like even if it's four or five people you're like yeah I'm the center of attention right now. I'm this on that. And I think that's what really intrigues people to want to do it. Mm-hmm. And also I think that's ultimately what people feel to realize that there's more than that. Yeah. There's a lot of work. That goes into being an MC. There's so much, so, or just I mean, yeah, just an artist in general. And it's a different type of tired. It, yes, you're not <laughs> going to fucking coal mine, wow. but writing is a lot. A tired, it's like, oh, man, like my eyes hurt, but I gotta finish this first, or well, I gotta, I gotta, whatever it is. Man, it, for me, it's like. A song fuck. takes could take up to five hours to right. record. You know what I mean? like, a song could take up to like five years to write. I mean, let's be real. I was sat in Fluid's garage for like six, wow. seven hours one time. Like, you can't get this fucking song down. Yeah. But we got it down and it's super dope. But that's the rewarding part of being an MC. Being yeah. an artist is, is man, this painting is bananas. Yeah. Uh, colors. I feel so much better. People needed to see them, blah, blah, blah. It's out. That's the beauty part. But getting actually into the bigger studio with the high quality, yeah. the good production, yeah. everything mastered, mixed yeah. and mastered well, yeah. so you could press it up. Getting it and getting all that work into one hour of recording. Yeah. Getting like that track done in an hour. The hard you know what part I mean? is That's working your own nuts. iTunes as your. It's not as easy as it seems. Oh, like, we couldn't right. figure out the iTunes. It kept giving us echoes, and it's just not working right. Remember, and you couldn't do it. And here, it's like, go. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. One less thing I have to worry about is an MC, right? Uh, which is, it just gives you a sense of relief and accomplishment. Like, oh, now I'm in a studio. That's what's up. Or now I, you know, it just rocked more heads than I've ever rocked before. Yeah. That's a, a, a sense of, of uh, oh, man, just like a relief and, and seeing it happen. It's almost like, unbelievable i still get on stage i'm it like oh, i can't believe i'm up here I'm rocking everything fuck me too i just you know i just rocked the uh venue in the 805 area in ventura for the first time in a while and that's you know the area that that kind of birthed me as an mc and and i i consider my hometown even though i did grow up in arizona but i you know i feel like i grew up in oxnard it's the place i i grew up as an adult kind of on my own and everything and just to go back there i hadn't been back there to rock a show in quite a while and i went back and it was it was definitely one of the shows i've ever had i had like a four-day show run last weekend to where i I did two in la and one in ventura and then i hosted a show out in riverside to end it but the show there was i I saw the this is from that (laughs) night because i'm like i'm never gonna fucking take this off (laughs) because It was, man. I mean, just, and I'm about to go to Arizona 
uh, in a couple weeks to do some shows out there. Mm-hmm. Where um, in Phoenix primarily, but <clears throat> a lot of people that I went to school with growing up live in Phoenix now. So I'm really excited to go You're back. You're making and rock your way that. down to South by Southwest. No, I'm not. Not this year. Not this year. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got an invite. A couple heads. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm busy right now, dude. Like, I, yeah, I got, same I here. I mean, I reality. I yeah. I would love to go, but um, I'm really, you know, it was just not good timing with my album and everything else that came along with that coming out. So at this point, I'm looking to go to a different festival in Austin yeah. called Austin City Limits, which is very similar to South by Southwest, but um, it it's um maybe a little bit more of a scaled down version but the same idea and it's in the fall which isn't a bad thing i think it's good for i i rather well i i mean for me um i would rather do that because it it showcases independent artists pretty much only independent artists yeah. you know south by southwest you know provides a platform for people to network and showcase independent artists but it also very much still showcases the people that your ice you know, cubes and your yeah, snoops that are performing. You know, they're like still that. a part of it and their names are still branded to it whereas Austin City Limits is a more um, more grassroots mm-hmm. which is always better I think for independent artists I kind I like that uh, what what nationality is Body Blue because there's, there's a lot of different features going on <laughs> and I, I can't nail it down uh, there is some Native American on my dad's side mm-hmm. and back on my mom's side is like irish back back but i mean i'm like i'm white you know you affiliate yourself as white yeah so you have a white upbringing yeah okay uh what's that like how you do you like how you like the, how you like being white how you like being white because i, I you, you don't look i wouldn't funny. say I, I wouldn't say how like, you like being white how you like being white skyler how you like being white uh, because <laughs> okay, because you know, Scott, you, I wouldn't say body blue would be white. Like if you ask me, wouldn't I, I'd be like, I'm not really sure, dog. Maybe, maybe Hispanic. Uh, I'm sure some light skin is involved. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe some some uh, some black in. I don't know. I'm Ooh. not sure. I'm just saying. Just the features. I've gotten Asian like all my life. Asians, yeah. some Asian. I know. I'm but Native American. I can see yeah. that. I can see that. Uh, okay, so your mom's was white. Yes. And your pops was white. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, what's it like to be white? Wow, that's a really like interesting. (laughs) That's the best question I've ever heard. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) I have six different nationalities. Just to throw it out there. Oh, that's cool. Well, then you ain't white. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Then you really are white. (laughs) That's really what being white means. Our our photographer, our photographer's a mutt. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, if you mix a lot of if you mix a lot of colors together, you get brown. Yeah. Honestly, so. Awesome. Well. Thanks, guy. Uh, <laughs> so, what's it like being white? Well, I mean, <laughs> growing up, you know, growing up was a little crazy. I grew up in uh, a primarily fucking redneck, skinhead, small town. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, my mother. Uh, throughout the course of my childhood, expressed some racism. You know, and and I had to learn what that was and what that was about. But even though she did, she she very much still um, encouraged us to have an open mind with everything mm-hmm. and to to 
build our own opinions of the world based off of our own experiences because she had you know some experiences in her life that that led her to those beliefs and she made it very clear that that's what it was so you know having said that it wasn't like she was trying to make us fucking you know wear white caps or anything but (laughs) but i did white people (laughs) yeah i mean it was nothing like that how's that scene uh okay so is your mom still in your life yes how how does she see the mc thing is she Um, she with the hip-hop scene is she to be honest she's not she's not very involved in what i've been doing now and um honestly she i just talked to her today for the first time in in a while um does she know she just listened to my album for the first time this morning what did she say and uh she said she liked it she always there was a song on my soundcloud called where i be for a while it was like the first track that i put out and she always tells me like when i see her she's like oh i want to hear that song where i be i want you to sing. she always tells me i want you to sing your song to me that's awesome. But, um, yeah, she hasn't been very involved recently. I haven't, you know, unfortunately, I haven't made her very involved because she's had a lot going on, and it's hard to, um, it's hard to hold a conversation with her, you know, with, with what's going on. She's suffering from a lot, um, primarily mental illness, but there's other health issues going on, too, but it's, um... So, so that might not be a, a, a main focus when you're having a conversation. Yeah. You might have, uh, time better be, it's better spent talking. Yes. About I'm yes. Like I'm trying to make sure, you know, and it's weird because sometimes like this morning, you know, having the conversation with her, she was like, Hey, how's everything going? And she, she sounded fine. But most of the time when I talk to her, I'm very concerned with her health and, and what's going on. So it's, you know what's yeah. going on with me isn't really right. like you say it's not really a priority of the conversation but she's very supportive of it she's you know she's very much an influence of why i do what i do and yeah. and just my involvement in the arts my entire life is very much influenced by my mother she was a singer and i grew up in the theater with her she did theater almost my entire life we you know she she used to make me learn plays and we would practice them together that's and cool Stuff like that. So she's supportive of it from that. Like, I always know that she'll support me doing what I do. I know that there's a part of her and probably the rest of my family that doesn't understand it fully because they know um, from a financial standpoint how much I've been struggling and how much I'm capable of on that end. So they they, they might feeling weird or that that they're like what the fuck why you know why did you leave fucking your salary career for what the fuck you're doing now and why haven't you gotten back to that yet you know and and i understand why they would be like that because they've had to you know fucking support me at certain times and over the last year has been a really big struggle so I, i understand why they would they would look at it that way and not a lot of a lot of my friends and family you know Half of it, it does make sense because they, they see me just kind of doing all of these things, but they're wondering where it's going to go, you know, but I know that half of it, they, they still support it and they understand it. Any brothers and sisters? I have two older sisters. Two older sisters. Mm -hmm. They're rappers too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
No, uh, no. One of them's a tattoo artist, uh-huh. and the other is a retired Navy veteran. And oh she, man, she has a family, and she's a she works for I think she's some sort of social worker. Something. I'm some. not sure. She works for the county though in okay. in San San Bernardino right. or not San Bernardino. So they completely diff- with different lives than, than 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 what you had going on. Yes. Well, I mean, my the tattoo artist, you know. Might it, be able it to is very different but better. she's an artist yeah. so she understands that side of it but you know she she owns her own business at this point she's yeah. very well established in what she's doing so. did she do the neck piece and the teardrop on your eye yes yeah, that's, she's that's done great. all my tattoos she does great, she does great <laughs> including work. your oh. name on my ass oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's before she met you. That's the weird part. I, don't know, I, don't I have an M on one side and then an M on the other. And every time I bend over, it says mom. It's gross. Whoa. I'm just kidding. You can edit that out. <laughs> oh, I will. You you won't even be on the episode. Though. I don't even want to. That's good. I hope. <laughs> I have mom right here. Ooh. For real though. Do you? I know. I see it. Show my mom. Take your shirt off. Hmm? Take your shirt off. Take your shirt off. Yeah. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. Wake the flock up. You have we, no we... idea how white this man is. Oh, I can imagine. I glow. The man, you like. I'm trying to know, cover it up with tattoos, like, but it doesn't work. You know, some of that white just kind of glows. That's, that's what he does with his shirt. Yeah. You say I'm glowing with hip hop. Aww. Yeah, right. yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Then he kindles me with a rhyme. Body. <laughs> Kids. No, I don't have kids, and I don't really intend to have them ever. Ever, you don't, you don't, you don't feel that need. Um, at least at this point in your life, I do. I think I feel the need, especially as I'm getting older, to um, to nurture and and to influence and be a part of um, people's lives in in that way. But but no, it's never really been my idea to like my my vision of my life to to have kids myself and no no marriage no do you have a boyfriend i do you do have a boyfriend yes okay uh how's that going it's great he's in the industry too right he is he's a producer Uh and and a dj yeah so so you date someone that makes beats for you convenient that's so dope i was wondering how that works out no you know what's funny is that we really we haven't yet really worked together. He did do he did do one song on my album, which was kind of random. I it wasn't gonna go on the album, but then it ended up, you know, working out with whatever it was. But we um we hadn't worked together really. It was kind of funny how we were kind of forced to work together because <laughs> we really hadn't worked together at all throughout the beginning of our relationship. We've known each other for a very long time, like. Probably eight years at this so point. So you guys were friends before. How yeah. long have you been dating now? Um, I about nine months now. Oh, okay. So it's fresh. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. It took you that long to realize that you like this dude in that way. Uh, was no. he like really fat and then dropped all the weight? What do you mean? Like, oh, oh, no. Oh, you mean oh, as far as like you, you because you we knew, knew each other yeah. for so long? Yeah. You know what? It was um we we had a little. short very short-lived fling about five years ago but um our lives were were separate you know we were both in other relationships throughout the course of our friendships i think it just never really never really worked out i don't think we really realized that we both really liked each other yeah you know and and then we realized it last year (laughs) 
You like him? I love him. You we, love him? I love him. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. We, that's, that's, a, that's a big word for nine months. It is. Um, we, he, he's really the best person I've ever been in a relationship with. Yeah. We work really well together. Good guy. Yes. Okay. Can't wait to hear the album. Yeah. We will. You yeah. know, we, we started talking about it, you know, more recently. Like, well, I guess it would make sense because... Cause we, you know, we do music together. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he, he, we've both been kind of playing around with learning piano, and so he'll, like, we almost make music together every day. Cause he wakes up and practices piano, and I'll just be like spinning freestyles or whatever. But so, do you both put music first in your lives, or are you? Do you um, <clears throat> yes. So I music say is yes. both for your first yeah. main priority for both of you. Yeah, I, I would say yes, and we both you know understand that and we both respect that of each other that's such a, that, that sounds like it would be such a dope relationship you know what i mean yeah it does that's but cool. I, I, it really is it I sounds mean, like it's tough to it's live. very tough it's not like I, I could really sit here and talk about how great it is because it it really is literally the best relationship i could ever really imagine i've been in in a few serious relationships and and they've all failed miserably and it was you know ultimately because we just didn't work yeah. you know and the best thing to do okay the the worst thing you can do in a relationship is have nothing to talk about oh definitely so that's that's the worst so okay cuz i've been in a relationship where i spend way too much time with that person and i don't have anything new to tell her so I don't mm. have, there's no, there's no, I can't tell you a fucking story because <laughs> you were there. Like there's nothing, I, I would tell her, I'm going to go do something. I want to come. No, stay. I, and, I, and I literally told her that like, look, I don't have anything to talk to you about because you are there every time I do something. Yeah. But, but was she a producer? Find... Was she no. a producer? <laughs> so, so she didn't make your beats. So therefore. <laughs> so, oh yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, well, the music funny. thing is what you guys have in common, which is a, a bond. Yeah. And you guys do things separate, so they have things yeah. to talk about, even though it's the same subject. Yeah. So you come home in love with the with the show you just did. So does he. Let's talk. Like I get that's it. Cool. I understand. Yeah. But sometimes it's not like that. So yeah, that's but sometimes really hard it's the complete too. opposite. Right. It's like, sometimes I don't fucking one of us it. has a really good day with what's going on. The other one doesn't, <laughs> and we're you know we we yeah. have to deal with that too, like yeah. in any relationship. But yeah. but for the most part, like I said, we good. work really well together. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So so sorry, guys. I apologize. Bonnie's taken. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, we'll cross her off the list. No, 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 uh, no. Uh, <laughs> what it hit, hit or quit it? The the section that you have for it, or what is it? Not the twelve. Oh, get hurt yourself. Oh, you do have it. You are gonna have to play that game. I'm gonna hurt yourself. I want it. I want it. Scrap it or tap it. That's what it is. He doesn't even know. He works on the show. He doesn't even know the name of the hit it or quit it. Smash it or slash it. He's not See, invested we, we, in your best interest. But what man. you don't get is that we threw these names around. <laughs> <laughs> How long have we been doing the show for? Oh, it's too long, bro. Been, uh, too long. Too long. No, it's like two months. Yeah. Uh, too long. Okay, so Bonnie is emceeing. She's doing shows. She's doing all these things. Where does Organized Threat come in? Ooh. Uh, well, Organized Threat uh, <laughs> at this point doesn't come in anymore going into my future because I remove myself from the camp okay yesterday all right so you heard it here no. <laughs> yeah okay. i mean I, I i did post on facebook just to let people know because people started no, messaging they me. heard it here okay if you want it <laughs> you heard it here exclusively yeah wake the flock up 
Uh, Verbally. Well, I had to say something because people were asking me about the video. It was taken down, so I had to just comment like, "Hey, I oh, left the was, camp." That was and a dope edit. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so anyway. uh, can you you want to talk about why? Um, sure. I mean, you know, I I've been a part of the camp for a year, and um, where I'm at now, and and what I'm getting into as far as being an artist, but also being a journalist and what I'm trying to pursue with that, I've found that I have to start making more sound business decisions of who I associate with and on what level yeah, and how that may affect what I'm trying to do. So that's why I wanted to touch base on it because there is a lot of, I'm trying to find the right word. There's a lot of weight or stigma that comes associated with organized threat. I think, uh, I don't know them personally. I don't know any of them. That's personally. interesting to uh, hear you say that. I, I'm curious to know what, what it is. Yeah. Uh, because they're, you, well, you said stigma specifically. What, well, what do you uh, think that as is? In, as in like, if you say organized threat to people that know organized threat, it's like, Oh, okay. Uh, that's what's up. Like it, it, it there's a certain, t- uh, uh, and or, there's there's a beef going on too. Well, th- that's what I'm trying to get to. There's a certain it has a lot aura. of weight on it. There's an aura that hangs around it on either side of the argument. But what I'm saying is, for for you, Bonnie, like for me, it was like she's like oh, she's an organized threat. I'm like really, okay, all right, that's cool. Look that shit now, up. Now, <laughs> now I gotta find out how Bonnie relates to organized threat, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, I hope. I mean, I'm sure you guys left on good terms. You're like, yeah, I'm out, blah blah blah. Uh, I left with. On good terms with everyone except for Poe. Okay, so we're not Poe the head. Yes, is not okay with whatever you're doing. Uh, no, I uh, at this point we're not talking, and and you know at this point I don't I don't really plan on having a relationship with them on a personal or business level. Mm-hmm. Certainly not a business level. That was part of my decision of re- leaving organized threat because I felt like he wasn't someone that I wanted to work with on a professional level going forward yeah so but everyone else you know i the people that i've built relationships with will continue it's not there's not really a change there as far as that and you know the level of love or support that i have for the artists of organized threat will never change Mm -hmm. that was that was a big reason why i joined organized threat more so than me wanting to be a part of it as an artist i i I wasn't really thinking about that at that point and whether or not I fit into the dynamic of everything. I was like, fuck yeah, I want to be a part of it. Like these are all of my favorite artists and artists that, you know, I think are the future, you know, but I also, is this, is this like a contract based uh, involvement or is it just verbal, a understanding that you will be part, you will rep, you do what we do, you do what you do, you just use our kind of stuff, okay. So anyone's free to leave at any time, no contractual obligations? No contractual obligations, no. Okay. Uh, Okay, that's very cool. Uh, All right, well, moving on, you know what I'm saying, bigger and better all the time. Yes. Good, good, good. All right. So I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone because there's no need. Uh, I don't know Poe, personally. Uh, It just sounds like... uh, he might not be the easiest guy to get along with, and he might he, yeah. have a different I, idea. You know, I, I don't want to – I certainly don't want to sound like I'm disrespecting him in any way. I, I absolutely love him as a person, and I appreciate the the friendship that that we had. And, you know, some things just happen with 
with certain people and you realize that you can't necessarily work with them, <laughs> you know, and yeah. he, he is one of those people that, that I think, um, requires a certain level of, of patience that I don't know that I have anymore. Why do you think people are attracted to a camp like that? Uh, well, organized threat specifically is, um, you know, for lack of a better description, very elitist and, you know, cause I can't see somebody like, I can't see somebody like Gavlin needing too much help any longer with stuff in general. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like she, she, she definitely doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't need help getting booked for anything. Right. She doesn't need help for promotion. I could see her ride solo if she wanted to. Um, so I'm just wondering why somebody who doesn't need it still wants to be involved in something. Well, I mean, you know, Poe will say this too. It's, it's more than, than the music. It is a family, Mm -hmm. you know, it is a group of people that chose to build, build personal relationships as well as professional ones. So whether or not they, they need each other on a business level, Mm -hmm. they're all still choosing to work together and Mm -hmm. collaborate on an artistic level regardless. So that, I think really that's more so what organized threat is, um, and the intention of it is just a collaborative group of artists that, that want to work together and want to push each other and, and create together. Okay. All right. And, you know, because of that, uh, because of the lack of, business uh dynamics or communication maybe or or lack thereof <laughs> that is part of why I chose to leave too mm-hmm. you know because I felt like I can have the relationships that I have with these people whether or not I'm in the camp anyway yeah and you know specifically with what I would like to be able to do as a journalist and the type of you know things that I would like to cover and the artists that I would like to cover, I I think at this point that They've, it would be better for me to be outside of the camp. Yeah, the involvement would probably bring, like I said, negative, a negative vibe or a, already a, a presumption of who Bonnie might be just yes. for the Im- clear involvement of being in the camp. Yes. I understand that. That's, yes. that's pretty much what's happening. And it's good. And I, and I so it sounds to me like Crappy Awesome had a, has a big... Uh, influence on what you're doing in the future as in journalism right that's that's what you're basing that on or is there other projects that you're doing that doesn't involve well there there's definitely a lot that that i would like to do you know on a bonnie blue strictly basis too but the experience that i've had with crappy awesome and being able like i said earlier just being able to experiment and figure out whether or not it was something i wanted to pursue a little bit more it definitely helped me kind of realize some things and yeah. and the bigger picture of everything and and again the business aspect of everything and yeah. where I could go with it. Good. Well, wish you the best of luck. I'm sure you'll have no problems uh, moving on in the future. Thank moving you. on to another one that I kind of like is a cipher effect. Yes. I'm digging what you're doing over there. I, I like that. I like I like what's going on. Talk to me about that. The cipher effect. Do you mean as far as what they're doing? 
Well, or what I've done with them. Well, what you're I'm not you necessarily will. working with them. No, but you're go, you you will, right? I mean, at least there's a lot of okay. Well, there from my side, there's a lot of like future expectations coming up with Bonnie Blue and the Cipher Effect. Is that really? just yeah? Is that just me hoping? Is that just me by myself? Like, I hope yeah. Bonnie Blue and the Cipher Effect. No, I've heard other artists like a uh, Foxy. Uh-huh. Foxy One was like, we gotta get Bonnie Blue on the Cipher Effect. Oh, we gotta get that. Oh. And then, oh, and then I know what I'm you mean. This, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I was like, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> I know what you mean. Well, that in as a, a as a fan, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Look, I love the cipher effect, but George, you need to get on your shit and start booking these artists that people want to see. Yeah, on the cipher effect. I well, feel what he's, that he's is do- though, that's something specific. I mean, shout out to the cipher effect for sure. I, I've enjoyed doing. I've done a couple episodes and. And I've enjoyed doing them. They're a lot of fun. Um, the all-female one that, yeah. you know, elevated the careers of Gavlin and Bill and Rev and Foxy and uh, Germ Free and Top Dime. Wait. And Oh Blimey. Oh, there it is. I know. I had to burp. Uh, so that happened, you know, and everyone's been rumbling about a reunion. And I've... You know, through the course of working with Crappy Awesome and just building relationships with different people at this point, like Oblimey and Foxy, they and Germ Free actually was the first one to mention it. Like they they've been talking about doing a reunion, yeah. and then they started mentioning like, well, let's do a reunion and include Bonnie in yeah. this one. So, include Bonnie and exclude people, or include no, Bonnie I think it, with people. I think it was just they want the reunion to happen yeah. with the addition of. Do you think Bonnie all Blue. parties want that reunion? I really don't you know. Don't know? Yeah. I don't. I don't think so at this yeah. point. Otherwise, I think it would have happened. Yeah, but it, who knows? I mean, I don't. I don't have a personal relationship really with any of the girls. Uh-huh. I. It's. I mean. I've started to more recently, like yeah. Foxy and I have, you know, we've started to build a little bit of a friendship and, and Gavlin, obviously I've, I've been getting closer and closer to over the last like six months or so. But, mm-hmm. but aside from that, I really have no idea have no where idea the interests lie yeah. of any of those girls. Yeah. I mean, much respect to all of them. I, you know, I'm a fan of them more than anything else. Yeah, so, yeah. well, it, it's just interesting, like oh, out of all of that, of this little, this little rooftop thingy. You know, this little rooftop cipher. Yeah. All that's happened. It's a fucking trip. It is a trip, and it's well-deserved for all of them. I mean, they all put in work. Foxy's been ill. Uh, yes. So I'm just excited. I I, I want to see it happen. I think, Bonnie, I, I, I think a lot of people are waiting for it to happen. I would love to. I think it'd be a fun, fun experience. If not, fuck them. We'll do, we'll do a cipher effect or something. <laughs> we'll call it something else. We'll call it the... Wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Ooh, effect. cypher sessions. Cyphers. Wake the flock up ciphers. The wake, the wake the flock up cipher effect or what? No, oh. cypher no effect. cipher sessions. I think sounds cool. Cipher sessions. Cipher yeah. sessions. Wake the flock up cipher sessions. I like that. Uh, 
Daddy's full of wax and make the beats on the MP When I was a scrub, yo, the things I would see Posting on the block at the spot Making hip-hop non-stop Until we blazing at the top Snotty nose, nappy cats by that man's socks Thinking about the shows and the mics I would rock And then I met bro, yo, who showed me how to drop Thoughts from the dome, now I manifest crop Wisdom and wealth, I pass to my family Blessed with the path of light, no strategy How I channel truth on the mic is no mystery Like the hitting cycles of life and mass history Thank God for the gift that I found at a young age Music set me free, both the locks in the cage With sounds you can smell like blessings from a sage Removing the blinds, yo, we lost in the haze I'm on a roll, so I do it cause I love it And I do it just to show that I got something to say And I don't wanna play a role That society deems appropriate for me Common sense put some hope in me And taught me to be free Free with my speech and free with my mind Take some time to unwind Stay elevated with your intellect Share knowledge with the kids and show others your respect Why are you here? What's your story? Where you come from? Smelly. I don't know why they say you're smelly. Yeah, what was uh, up with that? Uh, they were always Bonnie like, you know what? Um, because I do, I, s- I sweat a lot, and 
And <laughs> like, no, it's kind of funny because it's it is a little specific to crappy awesome. Like we, ha- I have to fucking be in West LA sometimes at noon on a Saturday or a Sunday. So a lot of the times I've gone, I didn't shower before I went. But how bad does a girl smell? Really? Yeah, I don't think I. Well, I joke about it. I think more than they did in yeah. the beginning, and, and now, now they just kind of jumped onto it. You know, <laughs> I don't think I really smell. Sometimes I definitely fucking. Well, smell they dubbed off. you like the the world's smelliest co-host. I think. It was oh it was. wow! Yeah. Or, Holy yeah. shit! That, that sounds absolutely. And we were we were driving in the car home. We were like, okay, what 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 did they mean by smell? I, no, because I turned to flu and I'm like, hey, does she really smell? <laughs> I, I, I was like, I didn't smell anything. I, like, I, didn't do I do. I fucking sweat a lot sometimes. Especially sitting in those fucking rehearsal rooms. I don't know. I just get hot. Bonnie Blue. <laughs> I'm going to guess, take a wall shot, and say that's not your real name. That's not your government name. It is. It is. It is. Bonnie it's my Blue. First is, and middle name. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Okay. So that is your 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 slave name, your your Christian name. Wow. <laughs> yes. That's okay. dope. All right, I like that. I yes. I didn't expect that. I, I knew it might have been Bonnie, but something else. And blue as in the color blue? Yes. Oh, so your mom was like a hippie. Well, it's funny because it, it's not related to the fucking Bonnie Blue flag, which is like... Which is the first thing that pops up. Right. I'm like, whoa. I know. I need to build my personal content up more because I know every time you go, it's just the fucking Bonnie Blue flag and everyone's like, what the fuck is this? But uh, no, there was a few things. It's like an amalgamation of ideas from my mom and dad, I guess. Like, uh-huh. basically, my dad's favorite color was blue. They were both bikers and whatnot. My dad's a gangster and fucking liked Bonnie and Clyde. Uh-huh. So my mom thought Bonnie was a cool name. And then there's a movie called Gone with the Wind. And there's a little girl in the movie called Bonnie Blue. So yeah. my That's mom. Dope. Uh, good. Now, moving on to a more personal side of the show okay we got a couple segments we got to play oh yes that i've been really looking forward to all right so for i need a minute of venting oh yeah this fuck oh my god venting just like you know what you know what really pisses me off is this mother okay you know what really pisses me off is that when people don't fucking clean up after themselves like repeatedly explain like Okay, I live in a it house. It sounds like right. your boyfriend is pissing no, you off a little it's, bit. <laughs> well, it's actually not even my boyfriend because I, he is he is a messy one, but I don't mind cleaning up after him because he's my boyfriend and I I I've kind of taken that on as his girlfriend. I know that's something about him, and I've chosen to accept that and be the one that takes care of it. Okay, <laughs> but I I mean there's there's four other males that live in the house with us. Yeah, and. They just fucking run amok on everything. Like, they dirty everything so quick. And I'm like, holy fuck. But at the same time, it's their house. And I realized that not everyone gives a shit about having a clean kitchen. And I can't fucking function without having a clean kitchen. Because I like to do a lot of stuff in the kitchen. So, I also realized that it's like, okay, well, I'm the one that likes the kitchen clean. So, fuck it. I'll clean the kitchen. Oh, no. That's not fair. But, but yeah, I would still, like, it, it does fucking drive me nuts because I just think that people should pick up after themselves a little bit more. Just in general, too, because I, I see it, I mean, you see it everywhere. It's like, people are too fucking lazy to, like, pick up something that's, or, or like, walk fucking three feet to a trash can and they just throw it on the ground. That pisses me off, too. People littering? fucking littering. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I'm a fucking freak about it, too. People, 
people get mad. My boyfriend actually has gotten like frustrated with me a couple. Of, he'll just tell me to shut up about it if I tell if I like say something to someone else. He's like, "Come on, are you it's really, complete stranger." Hey! Really gonna be? <laughs> I know. I I know. He's just embarrassed at that point. So, yeah, littering. Fuck that. So. <laughs> I'll make a shirt littering. Fuck that. <laughs> I like that. See, okay. See, don't you feel better? Yeah, I do. Let it out. Yeah, it's it's all good. I mean, shit. That's good venting. That's minor shit. Yeah, yeah but it's but some of that bothers you. You need to let yes. it out. I'm with you. That's true. Okay. Uh, moving on. Next segment. I need Bonnie Blue's top five musical influence. These change you know, all the fucking time, but uh. I've been on Sublime, Bjork, No Effects, Nas, fuck it, Patsy Cline. Who? Patsy Cline. Can't say I know who Patsy Cline is. She's an old school country singer. Oh. That I actually. Patsy. My mother, my mother like raised me on Patsy Cline. I used to, when I was, this is a funny story. When I was seven, my mom worked in this little ghost town called Oatman. It was like half an hour outside of Kingman. And during the summers, I used to go with her, and I would, like, sing Patsy Cline songs. I would sing covers of different songs, but mainly Patsy Cline songs that my mom had taught me. And there was this old man named Ed that was, like, 85 years old that would play the piano. And I would sing, and I would fucking make money from all these Do you remember what Patsy Cline song you would sing? Uh, The main one, yeah. I don't remember the word. Well, there's a few of her songs, but I don't remember the the words of like the verses, but the fucking hook was like, tra la 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 la, triangle, tra la 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 la, triangle, tra la 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 la. It was like simple shit like that. Okay. And then she would go into talking about fucking triangles, but the part of like the beat of the music was Illumin- some Illuminati actually, shit. Some Illuminati, some Illuminati shit. shit. No, no, actually, like, Illuminati the from. It was with the triangles. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> oh, so it's about music triangles. See, uh, not everything's has, Illuminati concept. She has no, a, some gonna, really but. great songs now that, that now that I'm thinking of it. She has one called Crazy. She has uh, one called Walking After Midnight. Mm. They're really, really amazing, like ballads. But Nas, Patsy Cline, No Effects, No Effects, and Sublime. And Sublime. Okay, respectable five. I like that. It's a, that that's a, a lot of range. Yeah. It's good. See, you need to have that to have a, a white catalog to be able to work My life of. is a wide range. <laughs> <laughs> As it should be. Because you're robbing yourself of experiences yes, if you don't do that. I'll absolutely. Wait, I'll wait you on that. Okay. Well, your top five, I don't really care anyway. <laughs> I don't even know why I ask people the top five. My your bottom, bottom five. five tell me a lot more about you oh, wow. than your top five. Yeah, I need Bonnie yeah. Blue's bottom, bottom dirt. 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 Dirt just like MCs, five. Right, not not bottom MCs, not MCs. Music, sorry. musical. Okay. Anything. Bottom five influence. Oh no, and bottom five just acts yeah. or. Oh wow. Or you can go at wow. MCs. Wow, I don't know. What are the top five songs on the radio right now? Oh. Probably. <laughs> or the songs with the most rotation. You like probably. that happy song by Pharrell? You like that? It's I I do actually I I I love Pharrell, but. You still- I can't hate on that song. It's a little weird to me. What about like but... like bottom five like female MC? Like... What the no. fuck? Oh, like, like... Bottom five. Okay, music, sorry. I... Uh, you gonna get a shot, that's... bro. You gonna get a shot. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna get. It. I can't. Uh, tell. No you one's getting me shot. Uh, oh shit. 
bottom five? I don't it's even like know because people. I don't even like. How would I even? I don't. I don't really pay attention to music. I don't like. Well, there's so people like okay. There's, there's like when I, whenever a Jay Z song comes on, mm-hmm. I change the channel. I like literally tune out. Literally Jay-Z, tune out. Yeah. I don't. What about like Krayshawn? Like uh, that's what I mean. Okay. Like, like, you know, like Gucci, Gucci, like, Louis, like, Louis, yeah. Fanny, Fanny, Prada, like little like, B, but, but all that yeah. stuff. But I want yours. Maybe there's one in particular that we we like that you might not be so like. You know what? This is uh, good. She likes it all. I don't really know. Yeah, I, I don't know what I. Oh, I don't know. Any local cats that you oh. really like? Man, you know, <laughs> well, like, that, that's actually more so what I'm thinking because I know that would be more interesting to talk about. Yeah. Uh, it's really hard to say because I mean I've definitely seen some whack people, but I don't know that I necessarily remember their names. <laughs> that's like, how whack they are. <laughs> uh, April 2nd, 8 o'clock. That <laughs> fool was whack as fuck. I don't know who that uh, is. Oh, man. Fuck, I don't even know. Bottom you don't even five. Know? I don't, don't think I can answer that, dude. Five. I don't know. Okay. If you uh, cannot. Or no, will not yet. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have a bottom five. No, man. I can't even, like... I really can't think of, like, one... I don't know. I'm, like, thinking of all these bands that... You like Soldier Boy? You like going Superman? Yeah, I guess I guess Soldier Boy could be one because I certainly ain't fucking him. <laughs> Lil Wayne, you like Lil Wayne and Drake and all them? Uh, I fuck with Drake. I mean, Drake's a good. I don't know. Drake does whatever he does really good. You know, I don't know what really <laughs> to Drake say about does him. Drake good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, I mean, I I want to put Little Wayne in my bottom. See, like Riff Raff, everyone says know, bottom man. five, Riff but Riff Raff does Riff Raff really good. Dude. Yeah, he, he does. does. He does his his style. He owns that that's shit. A, that's why it's hard for so me to like hard. really pinpoint like. But then there's fucking... people that are just whack for the sake yeah. of being whack. Those are the ones that should be on your bottom five. Your ASAP Ferg is fucking horrible. Okay, that is a horrible oh, per MC. I, I got even, another see, track. I you don't even want to hear it. I had Reverie sit there and Loudon sit there and they both said they love Aesop Ferg. And I was like, really? Loudon had him in his top five. Oh, wow. <laughs> you gotta you gotta hear it. you gotta hear him and i'm yeah, like really because really, he's in my I bottom know that i've five. heard his songs but you i'm not know. like familiar enough to know whether i like it uh so it's just like people that are whack for the sake of being whack that's different like you know little b the little that's B's sad the, and, and, and tyler the creator you know, 50 oh yeah, and, 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 yeah <laughs> this I, is what you're getting on. at huh? but, but <laughs> i've moved on he moved, moved on, on from tyler but tyler made a style out of being out of whack because he just didn't give a fuck about anything especially his rap that doesn't stop you from being whack though yeah. not and giving a fuck that you're that whack you doesn't make you any better but but you're just it makes biased. you worse because now you're not even trying to get better you're just biased because you don't think that anything whack should be listened to and that's true uh, well why are you listening to whackness you could say whackness why are you li- but listen- that's still but that's so much it's a style based now. on whack personal my ears and eyes are much different than anyone else's. Right, so. but if you're a, 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 a logical thinking human being with ears and eyes and shit, you know <laughs> this is not good, right? Just not good. So then, you know, the, no one thinks these people are good. You know that, right? Millions of people they're, all over the world think these people are good. Million people think that they should think they're good, so they do. <laughs> hey, t- all right. let's keep a okay, stack. Let's keep a stack. <laughs> 
Barbie's house right now. That's how we're doing. Damn, man. she said. She said, let's keep it. Let's keep it a hundred. Let's keep it a hundred. Yeah, remember, there's like a whole new generation coming, so like everything's because they don't know better. Uh, all it is, all it is, is that th- this generation doesn't know any better. They don't have a Tupac reference. They don't have a Gangstar reference. They don't. They didn't grow up with that, so I think they don't they do. know. They that. just haven't found it yet. Well, I mean, th- it's there, but they don't know of it. So this is what's good because they don't have a reference point. So with someone that's seen the Pox and seen the Gangstars, you see a Soldier Boy, you're like, get the fuck out of here. That's the whole point that I'm trying to make is these kids don't know any better, which is the sad part because now. The generation that's gonna come up with new hip hop is raced off whack hip hop. Yeah. So what, what, what hope do you have for that in the future? So as people that have been around, is always evolving. But as, as people that have been around longer, we should speak out and be like, no, this is whack. This is good. Listen I to agree. this and live. And it's also the the label's fault for pushing stuff like that. It's the consumer's fault for buying it. And yeah. it's also the propaganda you see on, like, MTV and stuff like that, because that's what, like, our youth is watching nowadays. It's, like, MTV and VH1, yeah. so they don't know better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they they think that, like, that's the next big thing, which it really isn't. Right. And it isn't, and it's sad, uh, but, uh, oh, fuck them, they're all bottom five. We're all bottom five. They're all bottom five. Fucking all right. Wild. We'll, we'll call it, we'll call it that. We'll call it that. Yeah. All <laughs> right. So there's two more segments. One, I'm hoping you'll play, and the other one, you have to play. The 12 rounds? Yeah. The 12 rounds is mandatory. You have to get down, down and grab it with me. But there's one more I like to play with all my female guests, because it's just funny. Okay. It's something I call smash it or slash it. Okay. It's when you would smash it, (laughs) or you would slash it. You would have nothing to do with it. You wouldn't get any close. Okay. Are you you naming guys? I'm naming people. Okay. Are you willing to play smash it or slash it? Yeah. Okay. Smasher, slash it, Bonnie Blue, <laughs> Flavor Flav. What? Slash it. You Visuals. Want, you want smash? No. Flavor Flav? Flavor Flav? No. Okay. All right. I'll be, some people might be into that. I don't know. I, I would watch someone smash it. <laughs> oh, that's weird. All right. <laughs> smash it or slash it, oh. Brother Ali? Uh, slash it. Slash it? Are you sure? Smash it or slash it, brother Ali's brother. Who's That's just weird. I don't know. It's just weird. Wow. I just thought I'd throw it in. Bill Ali. Slash it because you don't know what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. What if like some rip huge just like? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I like how she gives it thought. Give the brother a chance. <laughs> yeah. A smash it or slash it, Tupac's hologram. Smash it. He smash it. Yeah. I like that. Smash it or slash it, Tumix hologram. She slash whispered it. that one. You slashed t- big slash. T- t- I smashed Two Meg hologram podcast last weekend. Oh, easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the bed sounds that you enter in there. No, I, I was on. Her, I was on his podcast <laughs> last weekend. That's what I meant. Yeah, how was it? It was cool. Yeah. We talked about love and women. And Did you guys talk about me when I left? Primarily, a little bit. No, you didn't. We usually do. No. You as soon as you leave the room. <laughs> that fucking But ass. just when you leave the room. He drank all the beer. He ate all the pizza. <laughs> a smasher slasher at the black guy from the Allstate commercials. That's Allstate. Morgan Freeman? No. <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of sound like Morgan. You think all black guys are Morgan Freeman. No, oh, oh, insurance. You don't tell that like... That's, yes, I do. That's Sla- Allstate. Slash it. You mean smash? No. Okay. You know, I have to be honest with you. I'm, 
I'm more into women than I am into men. Are you really? Yeah. What about your boyfriend? I think, well, I think, I think he might. He does, he care. I don't care. know. That sucks, <laughs> sucks for your boyfriend right no, now. I mean, no, 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 no. No. I mean, honestly, I. Unless he reaps the benefits of that. Of so, course. You know what I'm saying? Right. right? Uh, wait for uh, he does. This no, no, high five. Bobby's boyfriend. He reaps the benefits of being you, you never heard in a great that. relationship with me. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. High five. Uh, five, five, yeah. high five. No, I five, love, five. I love him. Like I said, we have a great relationship, and I can't really see myself with anyone else at this point. I, I would love to just be with him forever. Yeah. Um. But you did. But um. Yeah. I mean, I'm really not. He he's just the one. <laughs> you know, for me, like I don't. I'm not really attracted to dated men girls? anymore, though. Have you, yeah. You've dated girls. Yeah. So is that what you've dated? I've dated... I, I was in a relationship with one woman. Before, and all the rest were dudes? Yeah. So the one girl made you, or convinced you, or you realized that, oh, I like yeah. girls more than dudes except for this one dude. <laughs> well, not necessarily that. Like, just that I liked both. You like both? Yes. Okay. But, um, but now just in general is that known to you and your friends and all that stuff people around you yeah okay i didn't know that now i know Pretty much. Right i mean i mean yeah, not necessarily to the public i mean i've yeah. never really talked about that in interviews yeah. so there you go another fucking exclusive Boom. for you motherfucker the bisexual bobby blue stops you heard it here so most of these like uh, you know I, well, I'm so really... next time you're gonna have to come up with a, a list of women well i'm not really done what the I'm list saying. is not done oh yet. okay okay go on Add some girls to that. I was going to say Ariel from uh, uh, Little Mermaid. Oh, the little redhead. Before oh. the legs. So what? Like, yeah, before she got the legs. So, fuck her mouth, pretty much? Wow! <laughs> you heard it here. I'm I don't know how you girls get down. Uh, but yeah, I would smash Ariel. <laughs> you'd smash Ariel before yeah. the legs? Yeah. And smash it after the legs? Yeah. You would? Yeah. How, do you, how do you scissor I'd wife, a fish? I'd wife her. <laughs> How do you scissor a fish? I don't know how to. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, so well, the black guy will, from the there's a way. We said the black guy from the Allstate commercial was a slash. Yes. Okay. Papa Smurf. <laughs> uh, uh, the fuck. Smash. You smash. I take some acid and smash okay. Papa Smurf. Uh, uh, okay. I'm, I'm gonna throw this one off off the bat. Smurfette. Smash. It's smash my face. Yes. Smash. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're taking. <laughs> uh, beast from Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Before he turned into a beast. The handsome prince. The handsome prince. The handsome prince. Oh, Spock beats. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's smash. It's smash. Yeah. What about when he was a beast? I'd probably smash him more so when he's a beast. <laughs> sounds like beast more fun. Beast, sounds yeah. a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Parental discretion is advised. <laughs> yeah, fuck, please. <laughs> Censor me. Uh, well, man, you, you kind of sh- threw a curveball at me with the girl wow. thing. It threw you off. I see uh, you over here like wheels turning. I'm with Sorry. You. No, I'm just like, man, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> there goes half my list. Okay, well, well, we'll end it at that. I think. I think that'll. <laughs> so basically, I'm down to smash cartoons all day, son. All day. And holograms, if you want. Papa Smurf ain't got shit on Smurfette. Or Mrs. Smurf. Oh. Smurfette. Smurfette. Let's move on. Wake the Shall flock we? up. We'll, we'll, save, we'll save some more. <laughs> yeah. We'll save some more. Bonnie Blue. Yeah. Last segment of the night. 
You can go home. It's fucking twelve and rounds. And let's out all you want when you get there. All right, twelve fucking rounds. Are you ready? Let's go. Tell me. Huge. You have to be ready. You ready. I'm ready. You stretch. I'm ready. Okay. We're gonna play some. I like to call twelve rounds. Okay. I'm gonna ask you twelve questions, right. each more difficult than the last. Ooh. If you answer all twelve questions, you win. You are the champion. You go home with the belt. Ooh, I want that belt. There's no real belt, so you're gonna be sorely disappointed even if you win. Sorry. <laughs> I'll take that lollipop. If, there you go. If, but if you cannot answer the question, or you will not answer the question, you will be knocked out. And still go home with a lollipop. And you go home with a lollipop. <laughs> yeah, you go home with the loser's lollipop. All okay? right. Uh, are you willing to play 12 rounds, Bonnie Blue? Yes, I am. Okay, here we go. Bonnie Blue, round number one. Very easy. What is your favorite part about your craft? everything i mean uh but my favorite part at this point now that i've been through the experience is producing an album and completing it yeah and just or not maybe not even an album but creating and completing a project Mm -hmm. that has been the best part i love you know i love performing that sense of accomplishment once you're done with it is the best yes and being able to move on from it and understand that it's an ever learn from it and stuff like that. Yeah, ever See, evolving like process. That. That's good. What round number two? What is your least favorite part about your craft? Um, the responsibility that I feel at this point to continue doing it for certain reasons, you know, mm-hmm. or the pressure sometimes. Yeah, can get heavy. Yeah. Round number three. If you could collaborate with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Jimi Hendrix. Hendrix. Interesting. You're a Hendrix fan? Uh, I mean, yeah. Not not anything like specific, but I've I've always just appreciated his his skill. Yeah. His dedication to his craft. Absolutely. That's a beautiful thing. I like that. Round number four. What are you most proud of? Being alive, I think. I'm most proud of enduring the struggle and the pain that I have and continuing to live. Mm-hmm. Struggle's part of it's part of the beauty, you know? Yes, absolutely. It absolutely is. It is. It's part of the fun, really. Even though without, without struggle, it is. you wouldn't learn, you wouldn't grow, you wouldn't. Exactly. Uh, round five. What brings you the most shame? What are you least proud of? Uh, I guess overall making making poor decisions at certain points or or being selfish, I guess. That's, mm-hmm. that's something I'm, I'm least proud of because that can happen too through circumstance of life and having to make quick decisions. Sometimes that can be selfish. Yeah. Round that's more s- so my, you know, me being selfish and choosing music over everything else including my family sometimes does that you that's kind of shameful for you you think like that's what you're like just because i know that there's a selfish aspect to there is being an artist so there, there's a very much a selfish aspect uh it's not that it like weighs that heavy burden on me but when i think about it it's like i'm a little ashamed of like being 
fucking selfish sometimes. I think it's being ashamed, almost not ashamed, just... Yeah. It's almost like a curse to be an artist because, yeah, like, you have really to is. do it. And people don't understand that you have to. And they're like, what, you, you don't have... Yes, I fucking do. Like, yeah. And there comes with that sense of, like, almost guilt that you take the time out of your day and not right. doing this, not spending time with people. That, that's big. I, I can read there. That's good. Round number six. What is your biggest fear? I guess not... I guess my biggest fear is not being able to say that that people will remember me for something good rather than for something bad. Mm-hmm. Because I know that, you know, there will always be both, but yeah. I don't my biggest fear would be to be remembered for something bad. Round number seven. Who would you take a bullet for? I would. I would really. I, I said Spock Pete's on the last one. I would definitely take a, a bullet for Spock Pete's, but I would take a bullet for everyone. You know, if someone needed a bullet to be taken for them, I would take it. Really? Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about that. It's weird. Because round number eight. <laughs> who would you let that bullet hit? Ooh. Again, I'm not saying Bonnie shoots anyone. I know. It's not what I'm saying. I'm gonna get nobody in trouble. Because people <laughs> are like, Bush, Obama, like, no, 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 we're not saying we're gonna shoot. Nah. There's a magical bullet flying through the air. Who would you take bullet. that bullet for, Bonnie? Who would you let the bullet hit? Yes, who would you let that bullet hit? Yeah, man. Everyone needed a bullet to be taken in their head. I guess, <laughs> Come on, there's gotta there's be, no be somebody like a child molesters or. Yeah, but I, insurance I don't know fraud because, well, that's what I was thinking about. I was people thinking, that leave like, the doorknob well, wet. You know what I'm talking about? You ever fall a wet doorknob? <laughs> that's disgusting. You know, you don't know. Like you open the door and it's wet. You're like, oh, what the fuck? No, it's never. No, whatever. that's never happened to me. Wow, wow, whatever. <laughs> that's a hard one to answer. Who, would, if you cannot answer the question, <sighs> or you will not answer the question, you will be knocked out. All right. Goofy. Who? Goofy. Fuck Goofy. I'm with you. He, I always thought he was an asshole. Why would it's you... It's annoying. Goofy? Sure. Yeah. You, you killed Goofy! Man, that's, that's cold-blooded. It's cold-blooded right there. You know he has kids and shit, right? It's okay. They'll live. <laughs> I'll let them live. Goofy, that is awesome. I'll, I like that. I'll kill them last. Uh, round number... <laughs> Round number nine. Who would you never, ever work with? Like, ever work with? Like, here's a meal, a foot rub, some bomb. <laughs> I'm going to cook you dinner. But you would be like, I still wouldn't work with you. Who would you never work with? I probably... probably wouldn't work with creation. I don't know creation. But that's good. Creation, if that's what you're answering. Yeah. She's an artist. Oh, it's a um, female. Yeah, she's a female MC and artist from the Bay Area that, you know, caught some buzz a couple years ago mm-hmm. with a, a track called Gucci Gucci. And she's dope. I mean, I'm not going to lie like she doesn't do her thing. Creation? But I, w- I don't think I would work Is her name? Yeah. All right. I got to. I gotta not look. Creation. Uh, uh, Creation. Oh, Creation. Yeah. 
Gucci, Gucci. Gucci, Gucci, Louis, Louis, Fanny, Penny, Prada. Yeah. All them basic Stop. bitches wear that shit, so... Basic bitches. Something. Yeah, so as it should You never know what no, yeah. Creation. No. Yeah, fuck Creation. Neither would Concept. Yeah. <laughs> Round number 10. You ready? Oh, wow, we're already there. Yeah, 10. Right, cool, cool. This is my uppercut. All right. All right. Bonnie Blue, do you believe in God? No. You don't believe in God? Is Bonnie Blue an atheist? Uh, I would say more agnostic. I I believe in a universal energy. I, I believe in um in in a power. You know that that I can't necessarily say what it is or isn't. You know? Yeah, and but you don't believe that's God. I don't know. You but, don't believe in like a, like a being that's controlling and, and no. creating. No. Okay, more of an energy, a force. Yes. That ultimately, I believe we all individually control. Hmm. That's a collective. Yes. Or life. I like that. It's deep. I'm with it. I like that. Round eleven. Round eleven. Okay. Here. <laughs> Round eleven. What is your strongest insecurity? What are you most insecure about besides being smothered? Uh, <laughs> aside from being, I mean, at this point, like from a physical aspect, it's my missing what are you, tooth. <laughs> you're missing a tooth? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I didn't wow. even notice. That's cool. That's because I always go like this. I, I have a habit of covering I, I, it now. Well, but... you kind of sit on the right of me all the time. Oh, so yeah. Think, yeah, you're right. Oh, okay. And I always hold the mic over it. <laughs> uh, uh, you do? So this is something that you've like... Yeah. Okay, can we ask what happened to the missing tooth? <laughs> yeah, well, I never... It was never there. Like, I lost it as a baby tooth. It never grew back. Oh, no. My teeth were all jacked up and, like, my two front teeth were on the side of my mouth and everything when I was younger. I had braces and everything you know they shifted everything yeah, but that tooth and then is put always a, missing yeah they put it like i had a fake one there when i had braces yeah. and then i had a retainer with a fake tooth on it yeah that i lost last summer so you just recently lost that tooth yeah last summer oh no <laughs> and okay. i haven't gotten a new one you know my wife is a dental hygienist oh, really? and she's done that for people if you're interested i can ask her yeah why not because I, I know what it's like to like, you know, saying like be like all oh, this one fucking thing you can't, you can't. Yeah. Really okay, so that you're missing two to be your biggest insecurity. <laughs> yeah. Concept's wife said that she was gonna do my grills, so um, you can trust her. No worries. All right. <laughs> Straight grill him up. Gonna, like Birdman. Some ginger shit. grills. Just, uh, some ginger grills. <laughs> <laughs> Has souls stuck in his teeth. Get it? No? Okay. With freckles. <laughs> round 12. Last and final round. round 12, you done pretty good. You know, you got black eye, bleeding. Yeah. We're, you know, we're, we're going toe-to-toe. But this is it. The question to end all questions. Bonnie Blue. For round number 12. Why? Oh, yeah. I forgot about this one. Um, because we... We have a right to, and we have a responsibility to. That's why. Very good. Very nice. You're the champion. You walk away with the belt. Congratulations, Bonnie. Give me that sucker. Yeah. Thank you. Bonnie, it's been an honor. That was awesome. It's been a pleasure getting to know you a little better. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. You're back. You can come back whenever you like. 
Uh, I don't. I don't do much. So <laughs> you want to call me and text or something? I'm, I'm a lonely dude. I don't Aww. have a lot of friends. He's That's just he, he's just doing uh, baby things. <laughs> he's just gonna. Bonnie. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming down. Thank you for having me. Of course, it's a pleasure. Uh, welcome back whenever you like. Uh, I hope to see you here often. Yeah. Like I said, you know, you want to do a co-host another one. You're more than welcome to. I know you're busy already. Hey. Come through, drop I'm by. You like you, you. you like a guest that that's on. Hey, let me. More than for welcome. Sure. To. What I need from you before we leave, though, is a couple things. You are an MC, so you cannot leave without a 16. It's a must. It's necessary. Please, what do you got? This is Body Blue here on Wake the Flocko. Now, I've been talking to myself pretty much all my life. I've been talking to myself lately about all of this strife. Been trying to release all of these struggles on my mind. Been trying to find the time to recline and refine, not resign or rewind, because I'm never looking back. Nope. Nope, I'm never looking back. Peace to the movement, so react to that. You can take a second if you need it. Okay, let's feed it. Take the red one, not the blue one. A new sun, a new sun. is what you are to me, don't you see? Allow me to introduce you to my seven personalities. The seven deadly sins of commonalities. Fueled by emotions, so I'm bound to be erratic and insane. So don't judge me or don't push me, because you'll be worried. And then I will tell all of my friends that you've been talking about me. Well, and then you'll just be sorry. Maybe you already are, B. Maybe I just like pulling your cards, see? 52 card pickup, cause I'm all over the map. Tricks up my sleeve and you don't know the half. Bring me a tree or I will break you in half. Halloween has already passed, but the monster's out to play. Huh. The monster's out to play. And I'm sure they will lock me away any day now. Wake the flock up. You're my killer, Bonnie. Thank you. Man. Thank you for coming down. Thanks for fucking sticking around. Oh, please. So, for Bonnie Blue, for Crappy Awesome, for Battle Axe Warriors, for Ghost House Studios, Addicted to the Good Life Clothing, this is Concept 714 asking, begging me to help me. Wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Everybody wake the flock up. From the city to the burbs. Every street, every curb. You can block what you heard. That's the cure. Wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Everybody wake the flock up. From the city to the burbs. Every street, every curb. You can block what you heard. That's the cure. Wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Everybody wake the flock up. Thank you for downloading this episode of Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714. My name is Fluent Rhythm, and I'm proud to announce the show's first official sponsor, Addicted to the Good Life Clothing. They have shirts, hoodies, hats, beanies for both guys and ladies. So log on to our website, wakethefloppup.net. 
That's waketheflockup.net to place an order today. And while you're at it, check out their page at facebook.com slash A-T-T-G-L company. That's facebook.com slash A-T-T-G-L company. Addicted to the good life. The brand, the motto.